Shady Pines Radio. back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing on the Shady Pines Radio Network. I'm your host, Chris, and this is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And we're bringing you another fine hour of whatever wonky shit comes into our heads today. This week's special guest is Hannah Beck, founder of Queen Chain Designs. She makes a bunch of cool chain mail shit, uh, and she's a great digital media artist. Also happens to be running her own D&D campaigns, so she's just all over the place. Check it out. Right after these messages. It hath been foretold that merchandise would visit us. It hath now come to pass that merchandise is among us. Download the Shady Pines Radio app. Whether your devotions lie with iPhones or the Android. But for those of you who shall not join through cellular means, you will obey the command ShadyPinesRadio.com. When you look into the merch section, you will be cleansed. The gods are feeling abnormally generous today. Do not let this opportunity pass you by. It wasn't long ago that things felt hopeless. And new music? Forget about it. But on October 1st, things are going to change! Ben Said's new album is here to save us. The Worst of Ben Said. 12 songs available only on Bandcamp. Featuring Pardon Me, Get Out and Vote, and Taco Bell. The Worst of Ben Said. Available October 1st. Check out bensaid.bandcamp.com. from like the top of the rock wall though could not could not bring myself to jump if, if they put water. if they put a pool there they yeah. have water you'd be fine yeah here's what's stupid is that by this point in my life i had drowned and i'd been run over so part of the the issue with heights is that i get like an intense flashback the part where i'm flying through the air after being run over and then I wake up just in time to watch the ground hit me in the face oh. and so I've uh, is not okay and then as like a four-year-old I went uh, onto an inner tube with what I thought at the time was an attractive young lady and uh, I did not know how to swim at all and we were in a rock quarry and then when I fell through the middle of the inner tube uh, you know, this other six-year-old did not know how to save me, and so I almost died. And uh, and that's how this day almost never happened. One of the ways. <laughs> Two of the ways, actually. Mm-hmm. If I would have been not standing up on that bike, I'd have died. It'd have hit me in the of... chest, and I would not have made it. I can think of a few other ones, dude. Are we on? Oh, is it not happening until five? I'm just oh, checking. We oh, this is kind of just. Oh, this cool. Is just it. <laughs> This is, I'm you're, sorry. You're doing it. If you if you were expecting some kind of thing. No, not at all. I didn't know of, that. That's what well, I mean. So it doesn't officially kick off until five, and okay. so we just kind of fuck around until then, anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't see my clock now because I don't have my second monitor. This is bullshit. Aww. <laughs> Stupid vacation. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Oh, I know. I meant that one. How oh. dare you have a vacation in the middle of this pandemic? <laughs> Well, vacation, going to see my family. <laughs> okay, I admit, to me, that's not a vacation, but still. That's, that seems like hell right there. I mean, I like my family, <laughs> but 
uh, I wouldn't count this as like a destination or anything. Like I, I like coming home. I like to be here. We're celebrating my birthday tomorrow. But <laughs> wait, Ash, like... what do you mean? Ash, I'm gonna need you to explain. What do you mean? What the fuck is water walking? Also, we have somebody in the in the chat. <laughs> Ash, oh, okay. water walking is when you walk when you're in like partially submerged in water. They actually have like uh, classes for old ladies who water walk. It's because it's supposed to be like it's a lot less stress on their joints. Mm-hmm. They, have, they also have like you can buy a sixty-three thousand uh, dollar treadmill that's partially underwater. Did you say a sexy three thousand dollar treadmill? I want to make sixty-three thousand dollars. Ah, never mind. Sorry. It's it is. It better be sex, David. Sixty-three thousand. It's very space age. It looks like something out of like aliens or something. Yeah, Ash. I also thought it was Jesus related for a minute. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So we just here's what we do. We just First walk you gotta turn the water the into wine. You, you strap like those little fucking paddle boards to your feet and you sort yeah. of awkwardly duck walk your way across. Just like the Jesus lizard. You got to get a good speed going though. Yep. I just rewatched with my family last night the movie Ever After. <gasps> I remember that. Oh, the boat feet. The boat I feet. you're getting at. Leonardo da Vinci has some boat shoes for one I forgot scene. about that. He's walking across and and then he's like, and then like he falls over once, and then he's instantly like, oh, that was a bad idea. I was like, they were working. I don't understand why that was a bad idea. You just yeah. fell You're over. just not athletic enough. <laughs> the so shoes work fine. It's because Drew Barrymore screamed at him. That's, you know, anytime Drew Barrymore screams at you, you must fall over. Just like E.T., gotta do it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I would not want to upset Drew Barrymore. I would, I would feel... <sighs> badly enough about myself if she were angry at me but i would probably fall over uh have you seen any of her new talk show it's it's, no it's wonderful it's brilliant it's it's like it's very wholesome very very nice i think the most recent drew barrymore thing i saw was 50 first dates so wow okay no i did try the santa clarita diet thing but it wasn't for me that's where she's a that's zombies right yeah She's a zombie. She needs to eat people to stay alive. And her wonderful husband, Tim- Timothy Oliphant, helps her out. Yeah. Well. Charming. Wholesome. Again. It's a good friend. <sighs> what are you guys watching now? You watching anything recently? Let's just get this part out of the way right now. Because we always did this at the end. I, uh, I just finished Woke. How was that? Uh, it was fantastic and heartbreaking. And I assume everything it's meant to be, honestly. Um. I think it's very well written, and I'm I'm really excited to see what they do with season two. Uh, I just rewatched all of Digimon the first season. <laughs> I haven't started the second one. <laughs> Made me cry. It was so sad. Okay, forgive me if I'm wrong, but if anybody knows, it's going to be Chris or possibly you as well. Hannah. Uh, they recently made Digimon Try, a Digimon film. Yes, they have, and, and it's based on the first series right where it's like the conclusion of the first series like finally they exit i haven't seen it yet don't tell me anything okay i, I, not I haven't seen it either because like, of course i have no no, no. I, i'm trying like hulu has all of them so i'm like all right i'm gonna watch the first one watch the second one and then people start on my digimon group yes i'm in a digimon group started talking about the movie and then i was like fuck god damn it okay i'll watch the movie then it's just gonna be a big long digimon thing that's okay that's fine. Uh, you have a question about Digimon Try? No, I just wanted to make sure it was that I, I was I knew what was happening. I I oh, wasn't yeah. sure if that was like a fan made like false trailer or something. I I had seen it. It looks very intriguing because what I do also though, as far as fan made things, um, somebody took the first three episodes of Digimon Try and made an abridged of that, and then they took the second three episodes and made an abridged of that, and I'm waiting for the conclusion of it which will be the last three episodes and and it's going to be great. Do go look up Digimon Try Abridged once you're all caught up or if you don't care about the plot of Digimon, go do it because this version of Izzy is the version that makes sense. That's all I can say about it, but it it finally makes Izzy make sense. <laughs> How did he not make sense before? He was such a cute kid. Yes, and you will you will see. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> They, they turn him into a multimedia uh, 
corporate god. Because remember, this is adult Izzy. My god. Right. It's, oh, it's I'm going to come out of this with a whole bunch of new crushes, aren't I? It's going to be great. Okay. Have you not seen what adult Matt looks like? No. Nope. Been avoiding ah, that. Ah. Did you, were you, will, were you, I will disconnect and leave. <laughs> <laughs> were you, were you uh Pokemon or Digimon growing up, Charlie? Uh, Chris, I, I really don't want to answer that question to you. <laughs> You're like, I was a band geek. That's what I was. The answer is both. The answer is neither. I didn't watch either of those <gasps> shows as a kid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what about Shaman King? No, no, I, I didn't watch cartoons would... as a kid. Fucking, I don't understand what, what your life is. Okay, uh, let me let me rephrase that. As a young child, I did watch cartoons, mm-hmm. but like as I progressed in my school career, my mom realized if there's TV on anywhere, then I'm not going to get any work done. So gotcha. like I would watch like some stuff at night, but basically, you know, not much that I remember. I remember getting really into House in high school. Nice. Which like who didn't? Because. <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah i never really watched a ton of cartoons i you know like uh it was bill nye and animaniacs doug angry beavers all, all those kind of shows when i was a kid like really young but then like uh didn't really grow up with cartoons at all i mean they were around at my daycare and stuff i would see them but uh, a lot of pbs zabumafu pbs Zabumafu. Zabumafu used to be good. Have you seen this new bullshit they're doing now where the Krat Brothers are animated? Oh, Wild Krats? And Zabumafu is not even in it? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. How can uh, Zabumafu not be in Zabumafu? Because it's not Zabumafu. It's called Wild Krats. It's not even called Zabumafu. Oh, well, then I... Because the Krat Brothers had a Krat, they had Krat's creatures before Zabumafu. Yeah. Just nobody gave a shit because Zabumafu was the one that matters. Yeah. And then, and then they had... Uh, <laughs> What was that? Enter the Enter the Wild with the Kratz Brothers that was on Discovery Channel like really early on. Then Zabumafu. And then uh, nothing for a while. And then came back with Wild Kratz, which my, my brother loves Wild Kratz and he watched all of it. And uh, he, he loves it. it. I mean, it's really informational. Okay. This Steve Irwin light bullshit has got to go. All right. <laughs> Y'all do not get to come and take this shit over. You had one chance and it was with Zabumafu and you fuck that up. You let the lemur die. That's on you. And time, okay? Let the lemur die? The lemur was like 15 years old. For That's great for a lemur. He did wonderful. I mean, they, they could have a, continued with the puppet. a really touching trip. Yeah, yeah, like, the, they didn't have to let their audience know that at all. Parents go get another goldfish all the time. I'm okay. just saying. The, I'm going to say, I'm going to let you know, Chris. Zabufu ended, like, what, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And Zibu, the lemur that played Zabufu continued to live after the show. It's not because... The lemur died that they ended Zabumafu. It's well, because they fucked up twice the, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> in the world of children's television, you get like 50 episodes and then you're like, kids are dumb. You could just replay it. Like, you, you made, like, that's it. That's how they do kids' TV, man. I mean, I would, I would be angry about that, except for the fact that I'm watching Digimon episodes that I've never seen in my life because I was like, oh, they just replayed. So, okay, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Defunct Land or Defunct TV. No. Uh, the, this guy, he's, he's really great. He goes through to, um, he, he talks really in depth. He does great research about, on Defunct TV, specifically old television shows. And he's about Chris and I's age. Because I, and I know that for a fact, because this guy only talks about shows that I used to watch or I remember existing. So Bear in the Big Blue House, The Adventures of Alice in Wonderland, like the live action, really creepy one on Disney Channel way back when. I don't uh, remember this. But he did he did a whole episode on Zabumafu. And he he does he did it really, really well. And, and he obviously loved the show. Oh, yeah. And so we also talked about how the Krat brothers are fucking up severely, is what I'm understanding. Was that was that the point, the conclusion that he came to? Because if not, this this person's done. I don't give a shit about this person. They don't care. Chris, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry that Zubufu's over. You know what other Me shows are over? Too. Like a, a lot of really other good shows are over. So I'm, I'm really sorry that this has hurt you so much. Yeah. No, I it. got we over Serenity. The trauma is <laughs> Look, there was no reason, okay? It was one of the only good children's shows I've been able to find. It was educational and entertaining at the same time. I would, check out, I would check out Nature Cat, by the way. Check out Nature Cat. 
Nature Cat. That's a, that's a more current one. Uh, and it stars like a bunch, like a whole cast of just SNL guys, <laughs> SNL people as animated talking animals. And they go out in nature. They talk about nature. They talk about ecology and forestry. And it's really awesome. Bobby Moynihan slays at that in that role as Hal the dog. He is so good. He is fantastic. I love it. Kate McKinnon as a mouse. Perfect. Okay. It's not it's not the same, but I, I appreciate know it's not the you same. trying. I I'm, appreciate I appreciate I'm letting apparently. you know because my siblings are obviously like way younger than me. Uh like half my age. So like when they were growing up and I was watching them watch PBS, I was like I was having the same thing. I'm like, oh, Wildcrats, that's not Zaboomafu. And then I watched it. I'm like, yeah, it's not Zaboomafu, but it's pretty good. Like, they're superhero animal people. Like, that's. No, no, no. Because they use that bullshit to sell out, like, live, like, st- fucking stadiums full of children for this fucking thing. I don't know. Yeah, don't like Dora it. sold out stadiums. <laughs> like, that's, it doesn't have to be good for, like, children yeah, who want to go see it. Come on. Like, Dora, Dora's also fucked up for several reasons. I'm not what saying is, it's good. Swiper I mean, that's no swiping. Point. It's got a lot of weird context to it that I don't 100% think that they thought through correctly. And what the fuck is that map agreeing to at any given time? Anyway. <laughs> have you seen, okay, while we're on it, uh, I don't know if you guys have Amazon Prime. But I Dora don't. and the Lost City of Gold on uh, on, is on Amazon Prime right now. It's is the it first fucking terrible. The first ever Nick Jr. live action movie. And it's it's all actually done at the same level as Spy Kids, right? It's pretty much at the same level as Spy Kids, yeah. Okay. And it's actually pretty funny. Like, there's actually some pretty good scenes in it. Well, I I'm not going to say like it's fantastic, but if you want like a few giggles and like you want to make fun of Dora perfect like they they make so much fun of the fact that like because she'll just be walking around this character as Dora and she'll look at the camera like break the fourth wall and just like can you see where like (laughs) can you see it where is it and everybody like everybody else in the scene is like what okay that's not bad (laughs) and then uh the scene where like they're they're walking through the jungle and like they come upon a bunch of flowers and uh, they open up and spray like hallucinogenic spores everywhere, and they have like a crazy trip, and it, everything turns into a Dora style cartoon. Is this Dora <laughs> or Batman? It's Dora. It's so. I'm weird. just saying. It was good. It was like give it a watch. Like you'll probably With hate it. My non-existent but... Amazon Prime account. If I had Amazon Prime, I would know what the boys is. If you'd ever read a good comic book, you would know what the boys is. That's Hannah, also true. I can we not hear you? It's okay. not even true. Uh, Garth Ennis, who was one of the greatest living comic book writers, kind of took a look at, at superheroes and he's like, that's scary. <laughs> and he's like, what if there's a team of dudes who are trying to take down superheroes? They would have to, like, I mean, because superheroes who are able to do anything whenever they want, obviously, like, are going to be a bunch of assholes. So what if there were some dudes who had, who had to be even bigger assholes and take these guys down? And that's what the boys is. Yeah, I, I'm aware that the boys is Rorschach, but seven of them, seven? and it is connecting Frenchie, to audio. The female Huey. Uh, there's five of them. Can you hear okay, me? whatever. I hear you. You're a little quieter than before, but I do hear, hear you. Selfish. How's this? That is hey, better. Hey. All right. Yes. We can hear you. Da, 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 da. Yep. So that's the right microphone. That's the right speaker. All right. Shady Pines Radio, that cool, delicious internet sensation for your ears, is now available as a free app. Yes, the coy, diverse flavor of favorites like Inside the Fishbowl, Friends of Slop, Toasty Tunes, and Nocturnal Submissions, just yes. to name a few, can be enjoyed in app form Ooh. for both Apple and Android phones. Ooh. Go now to your Apple App Store or Google Play and look for Shady Pines Radio. And listen to Shady Pines Radio in an app. We're back. Yay! Yay! Very technical shit here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, That's right. Welcome to being part of the magic. Where am I? Anyway, what I was was trying to say about Dora Explorer, where, where the actors at least like trying 
was this not just them like half-assing it? Because if they, if they, if you actually like see the actors that are into it, then it's a little more bearable yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's actually like a fairly good cast as well. Like, um, like nobody was phoning it in. Yeah, I, I think like even the even the roles that are like funny and kind of like weird, mm-hmm. you know, just like, like oh, Dora. That, well, yeah, even like she, that actress went all in. Like she knew exactly. Like she awesome. had to, she had to go for it. Uh, they're obviously they're like teen actors because uh, Dora as a teenager and like at a normal high school. So you know, you, you get what you're gonna get with child actors. But how did, how did they handle the whole swipe or no swiping bit? Never really explained why there's a talking fox, <laughs> and he actually does say. Like, like he's like, I'm swiper. Like, watch out. But he, they tell him no swiping. He's like, oh, it, it, it's kind of like they do it. And that's that's the weird stuff. It's like the CG isn't going to be the best ever. No, but you can obviously tell a lot of it's on the set. But the actors sell it at least to as far as you're going to sell Dora as a movie. You know, and that's fine. Like, I loved Spy Kids, the first one, yeah. and a couple of the other ones. I thought uh, two was pretty damn good. Yeah. And then uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl was okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Jacob is a tiny Shark Boy. And and then a tiny Wolf Boy. <laughs> I suppose next he gets to be a tiny Eagle Boy, so that he gets land, air, and sea. You got to cover all three, right? What has he even been in now? After fucking Twilight exploded his career, he's been no in other idea. things. Oh, uh, that guy. Uh... I have to look now. He was in that movie where he's like... Oh, the Charlie didn't even have to look. It's such a bad movie that I remember this. Uh, he's a, playing like a teenager or something. Obviously, this is after Twilight, so he's not a teenager. Obviously not, yeah. Uh, but like his parents are like, you're, we're not really your parents and you're like a spy or something. Abduction? And that's the one. Yeah, that's like... It's not a lot. Okay, The Ridiculous Six, Run the Tide, Scream Queens... And Cuckoo? Oh, he's in Cuckoo. Uh, that's a British... It was a Netflix series, but it, um, British and American. And so Greg Davies, who's one of my favorite British comedians, uh, plays this dad, and his daughter comes from, from Thailand, married to Andy Samberg, who plays a character named Cuckoo. I don't like any of this already. Oh, dude, it's funny. I'll watch anything with Greg Davies, though. So Yeah, Abduction, that's the last thing I, I remembered. But um, Scream Queens, or that's okay... Don't know That's what it about is. it. That's about it. Well, the, I mean, the yeah, when that was, made... when the last thing he did was? Last thing he did was Cuckoo. Cuckoo. That, that was, was this... 2018. Wow. Was it? All right. Which, I, I, I mean, really, you know, because we saw him take off his shirt and everybody's like, oh my God, look at this guy. But Robert Pattinson, he's Batman. Like, you can't compete with that. Come on. Robert Pattinson's okay, the new Batman. Okay. But Robert Pattinson went from being, what was it, Cedric Diggory. To it's true. a vampire, right? To Batman. Well, he did some uh, art pieces in the middle there, some really good films uh, with A twenty four, which is a wonderful production company. And then, uh, yeah, that, now he's Batman. <laughs> yeah, but I just I love that transition from vampire to Batman. That's from wizard to vampire to Batman. Does. Does that mean the Batman is what happens when, like, a necromancer just goes full-on barbarian? Is that... No. <laughs> Batman just sucks. Well, accurate. <laughs> like, honestly, Batman does very little for Gotham. He does a whole lot for destroying Gotham, so probably a whole lot for the insurance industry there. It's going to sit but... over here and be mad right now. It's going to sit right here. His superpower is funny. His superpower is white privilege, yes. And yet he chooses to go fight people physically rather than dumping money into fixing. Again, the Wayne Foundation does a lot of work. (laughs) The Wayne Foundation is a multi-billion dollar foundation that helps a lot of people. Does it though? Because look at that fucking city. (laughs) I'm not getting started. I'm not not taking the bait here. Okay. It's all right. Kidnapping young boys. He never kidnapped anybody. <laughs> Dick, Dick Grayson was a was homeless. Was like a, an orphan. 
That the doesn't make it all not kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> he adopted. Kidnapping. He adopted him. He made him his actual ward. Dick Grayson is the heir to the Wayne fortune because he actually made him part of the family. There you go. Okay. I mean, right? yeah, you can, Jason Todd had, came from a horrible background, and and my favorite, Tim Drake, actually discovered who Batman was, and broke into the Batcave and said, "Hey, I'm going to work for you." Because I'm so smart and such a great detective that I figured out who you were and I know where you lived. I got in here. Batman's like, all right, I guess I have like, yeah, you're hired, whatever. So there are three Robins. They're all still alive and they're all still doing great. So don't worry about it. I thought one of them died. Jason Todd died, but he came back. Of course. (laughs) He's fine. He he got Lazarus. He came back not good too. He came back bad and then he became the Red Hood and now he's kind of like mostly good. Yeah. (laughs) He's great. He's he's like anti-hero Batman. He's great. He uses guns, but it's fine. Like gray area Batman, <laughs> which I'm is already bad right now, because brain trauma is a thing. Batman is gray area Batman. I okay, oh yes, gosh. that's been the the big thing, especially since the new trailer. Watching Robert Pattinson like literally like cripple that man forever for, with hospital bills, but no, that's every Batman. That's every Batman. I know every well, Batman. <laughs> Adam West Batman. Let me. I'll argue. Okay, okay. Adam Best. You're fair you're enough. Correct. Fair if, enough. How and then they're done. <laughs> but okay, there's a there's a the delineation though between like Joker makes the whole city die laughing and you know a few thugs have their arms broken. Like it sucks. I get it, but how is how is Bruce Wayne with money like just going to throw money at the Joker and make him stop? And I, I hope he's helping those people with their hospital bills. I mean, they he became could. criminals for a reason. That's probably what the Wayne Foundation does. It's just free healthcare <laughs> for Gotham. Foundation. I don't know. <laughs> Cleans up Batman's messes. That's what I just heard. That makes That's, sense. Why yeah, wouldn't he? No wonder the Wayne Foundation does so much. Is because they're too busy cleaning up after all of the carnage that is Batman. Look, I'm just as mad at fucking, uh, I was going to call him Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man (laughs) for the same reasons. Okay. All superheroes do this. (laughs) And obviously like Batman's on the forefront of this. We see this most, you know, because. No, no, no. Not all superheroes have the money to affect change. Okay. Batman has the same level of money as like Jeff fucking Bezos. He could do whatever he wanted. You know, and Black Panther's so the does. richest superhero. That actually checks out because he owns a country that is filled with vibranium. Here's the thing, Superman. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's he's a weirdo too. He can fly. He can he can do all this stuff. I don't see him doing anything. Like he could go around and solve every world. Like what's he doing? Yeah, also The Flash could be literally everywhere all at okay. once. Yes. Uh, the Flash, I will say, almost my favorite superhero because on Christmas Day, he does deliver toys to every child in the world because he can and he does. I didn't know that. He just, he, he's that good of a dude. Is, like, is Bruce Wayne funding this as well? Is this another feature of the Wayne Foundation? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it because... Okay, in one of the comics, I forget what what comic it is. I think it's anyway. It's it's one where like um, the bad Justice League comes from another dimension or whatever, and Batman's like, "Well, look, I've got uh, contingency plans for all of you guys, oh, except for Barry and the Flash." And Flash is like, "Why not?" It's like, "Well, I know you're generally a good guy, and you would never go rogue. You would just think that just never like. I know you wouldn't do that." And he's like, "Yeah, sounds right." So they they've got a cool like I I love the Flash so much because he he is just he's like Spider Man but DC you know and what Spider Man like Spider Man's a genuinely good guy right yeah like he at no point is as Spider Man unless he was under the influence of the suit the black suit the symbiote uh, he was never like willfully mean or anything you know <laughs> he beats up bad guys again like that's what superheroes do yes. he webs them up. Yes, but the the Flash is the same kind of thing. Where he's just like, I'm fast, I can stop you, but I'm not like gonna use my suit of being the fastest man alive against anybody. Like it's not a weapon. <laughs> I will point out that he doesn't have to punch people. Mm-hmm. He could definitely handcuff people in the same amount of time it takes him to punch them. Okay, 
Yeah. So it's interesting that a man who's that fast. And Superman's that fast too. Why doesn't he just handcuff all the bad guys in the world? Like, come on, go for it. Also a good question. Because that's not how you write a comic book, Chris. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was like, oh, one day let's wake up. We'll just find out who all the criminals are. Handcuff them before they... That's that's because I'm going to get a real minority report, Chris. (laughs) Are you saying that Superman is not real minority report? Are you saying that Batman is not real Minority Report? Batman's more Minority Report, but he's more of a detective. He's a, it's right there in the title. World's greatest detective. Look, you don't know what Alfred uses that fucking system for when Batman's not home, and that's where I'm going to leave that conversation. Alfred used to be a spy for the British government, and uh, I love him so much. Alfred is pretty wonderful. Oh, Alfred kind of makes Batman for me. Uh, Spider-Man and Flash kind of just stand on their own for me. All right, anyways, that's enough superhero talk. We've done that. Is it? Is it enough? No. Uh, what enough happened to Static Shock? Where is Static Shock? Give me Static Shock now. Right now. Oh, dude, I would love a brand new Static Shock series. Are you kidding me? What is Static Shock? So Static Shock was a WB Kids show, uh, and it was, you know, eventually made actual DC canon. He's a minor superhero in this town where everybody's affected by this mm-hmm. thing. And he gets electrical powers, mm-hmm. but but not like super electrical powers, just like minor electrical powers. Well, it starts off that way. Yeah. Uh, so he like figures out he can like levitate on a trash can lid uh, using his electrical powers by making an electromagnetic field. Now, see, Static Shock, I believe, is much closer to being Spider-Man than the Flash is because he, what he winds up doing is he gets real scientific with it. He uh, starts traveling around with uh, these little pieces of folded metal that when he applies the conduit to it, they unfold and become a thing that he can fly around on and he makes his own gadgets and shit. And so... Okay, that is pretty cool. But again, not... Like he doesn't. He's only had like a couple minor comic books. He never had like a full show or anything. Well, no. I mean, Static Shock became. I don't know that he became a, his own standalone comic, but I know that he becomes like Omega level in that universe, though. Okay. Anyway, yes. I no. I totally see him as more Spider Man. I understand that. But Flash works at Star Labs, so he's pretty sciencey too. He's a and he's a CSI tech. Yeah. So they're both sciencey. I like them both. Who the fuck's Bruce Banner in this goddamn conversation if we're talking about superhero he's, nerds? He's living on Scaro, beating people to death <laughs> as a giant green rage monster. What do you want? All right, moving on. That's really enough superhero talk, I promise. I don't know that it is, but for now, what I do want to talk about is our, our, our wonderful guest today. <laughs> yeah, that's more what I was getting at. <laughs> I wasn't done ripping apart your childhood, Charlie. <laughs> I did watch Pokemon. No, I, I never did. I'm ripping apart your childhood now. <laughs> no, I mean, that still sounds like you're ripping apart yours, but that's okay. <laughs> so, Hannah Beck here. Hi. Uh, founder of, and I'm going to probably fuck this up because I get drunk and high before every show and during uh, Queen Chain Designs, uh, which is why the background there is a couple of your uh, fancier yes. things that you offer. Um, so cool. Beck here makes uh, chain link whatevers, honestly, in this case, coin purses and dice bags. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot of fun with the chain link uh, or chain mail um, hacky sack you had sent me a few yeah. years back. Have you worked on the prototypes for that at all since? Um, I hadn't because you said it almost cracked your toe. So <laughs> I was like, hmm, perhaps making an all metal hacky sack is not the correct way to go. No, no, no. I, I honestly think it would have been fine. It just, because of where it all, uh, the two ends and the way that they were fastened together, I think it had caused it to, it'll like bend in midair. And so it won't stay like to form. And so that was fucking it up a lot. But other than that, it was great. I had a lot. Okay. Of- oh, I will. I'll take another look at it then. Cause you know, after you said you're like, ah, yeah, we really hurt. And I was like, oh, but no, that's good to know. Hey. Uh, but no, I might try some. The, also the rings that I gave you were came directly off of uh, my armor project. So that might've been, 
That might have been the part reason. Of it. Um, the one, the rings that I use now are more jewelry grade. So might help. I'm just saying, if you decide to make another one, I would definitely not stop you from sending one to me. All right, I will. I will make another one and send it to you then. You can you can product test for me. I'm usually pretty okay with that. Good. Uh, now you don't only have that as your medium, though. You also tend to do a lot of uh, digital media art. Yes, um, a lot of the projects that I'm working on now are actually uh, making my own Dungeons and Dragons module. Uh, a lot of the I have been doing a whole series uh, for September called Snick Timber because I'm based uh, this module around the Naga species. So you know this, all the snake people. But yeah, so I, I I DM, I draw a lot of things, and I guess it's, I can I can show you some of that. We can or I I talked to Chris earlier. We used to play a game called Art Wars, where when we were really bored, you just bring out a piece of paper and go, "All right, I'm going to start with." I think our last one, we started with a pudding cup and the other person has to come up with something that defeats the pudding cup and you have to find something that defeats whatever defeats the pudding cup and you just go on from there until the paper's full. So I offered to, put, to, to play that game as well. Uh, <laughs> what would you guys like first? It's your show. That's Chris's show. It's Chris's show. <laughs> it's solely Chris's show. That is nothing. <laughs> Charlie, I need you to never say those fucking words again. Chris owns this show. <laughs> that is, you goddamn, we're going to make you proud of yourself one of these fucking days. Chris runs the whole show. <laughs> I hate everything you're trying to do right now, and you know that. Come enjoy some lo-fi hip-hop tunes on Saturdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific time with me, DJ Royal Fish, as I host Liquid Hot Magma on Shady Pines Radio. You can let someone who's watching, uh, what what do you want to start with? It has to be something small or an inanimate object or like you can start with a bug. So if someone watching wants to suggest something, I think right. they can. Cash, anybody out there, you want to uh, suggest a starting point for our art wars? A D20. Thanks, Kay. That would be one of my the people that I play with. Yay. Thanks for stopping in, Kay. Hang on. I've got to find a D20 so I can drop down. You have a whole thing behind you. <laughs> oh, it's right there. Oh, hang on. Hey, here we go. And it landed on a three, so we're going to go. Yep. Right? She's like a real artist. Oh, thank you. All right. We started off with a D20. Um, I haven't done this with three people before, but this is what I'm starting with. So, fight between the two of you for who's next. Uh, let's just go up the rotation here. So it seems like it's going to go Hannah, Charlie, me. Okay. So Charlie, what defeats a D20? Uh, I'm going to say uh, a mallet of some kind of large hammer. You know, a fairly large hammer. <laughs> all right, all right. You do like a gavel sort of thing. There you go. Looks like a penis. Ignore it. Ignore it. It's a gavel. <laughs> well, now you said it. Now I can't stop looking. Put a little, just put a little thing right at the end there. <laughs> it says gavel. Done. Done. Perfect. All right. <laughs> uh, well, gavels are primarily made of wood. And so I'm going to say uh, a fire. All right. Yeah, we're going to just light that gavel on fire. Yeah, it's on fucking fire, but it's my uh, turn. Uh yeah. Let's go elemental here. We have a <laughs> Wonder Twins, a form of a bucket of water. Nice. That's points. All right, what defeats my bucket of water? It's a bucket of water. Some kind of like drill or something that's drilling a hole in the bucket and <laughs> draining it of water. Right. Maybe like a like an awl or. or <laughs> Are we going with the drill or an awl? 
A, dr- a drill. Or like a corkscrew? Okay. That's right. <laughs> Charlie's is the drill that'll pierce this bucket. <laughs> the immortal Team Charlie. All right. What defeats the drill? Time. Time defeats a drill. Really? Because... We're going to get existential now? We're only midway through the page. See, I was going to go to the sun, but I figured, like, I better take it down and <laughs> Chris is like, no, the concept of time. Well, it's the only thing that would really kill a drill is when it runs out of battery. And so time is the answer. You didn't go with low battery. You went with the concept of time. <laughs> That's what causes a low battery. Son of a bitch. Okay. Uh... Why wouldn't, like... A volcano, and you throw it in a volcano. Yeah, Doesn't... well, you know what defeats time? A time lord. Well, all right, Charlie, what's going to defeat a time lord? Yeah, what's going to defeat time lord? <sighs> what defeats a time lord? That's so. Time. I mean, he always <laughs> they always win, so I, I just don't really know. <laughs> Ooh, Charlie, there's a recommendation in the chat here for you. Ooh, chat, let's go to the chat. Let's phone a friend, as it were. Uh, the chat says a Dalek. Exterminate. Yeah, they're easy to beat though. But okay, <laughs> sure. Let's say Dalek? let's that's say Dalek. Why not? I want to see what draw That'll Dalek. get us back in the rotation of actually playing the game instead of just restarting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna roll the Dalek. Yeah, coppery Dalek, like uh, like the was that one? The Daleks in Manhattan is my favorite. <laughs> that was a really good episode. It was excellent. It's like Muppets in Manhattan. Uh, Muppets take Manhattan. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, yeah. These are my two strong areas of trivia, Chris. He's just gonna watch. Same. <laughs> Fucking Muppets. Yeah. Don't take no for an answer. I no, think no. you already know that it is not mine. Uh, me and childhood Together things are again. super good friends. These are all songs from Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah. I, I had assumed. Rocks is peoples. Pigs is peoples. Peoples is peoples. Ah, <laughs> uh, best speech. <laughs> so good. All right, whose turn is it to defeat the dog? Oh, it's it's Chris. Yeah, so let's get existential again. No, <laughs> you bastard. You know, Santa Claus is an Omega level mutant, <laughs> and I think that he would be able to come up with a way to destroy a Dalek. So let's let's go with Santa Claus. We're going back to our hometown. Let's go with Santa Claus. Yep, going back to our roots. <laughs> Do you know uh, he's Chris the mayor Kitty. now? Yeah. What? I thought Santa he was. T- he, I knew he was on the town council. I didn't know that he was mayor. Mm. Now. So he he uh, left the town council uh, three years ago, and then a year lapsed. And after that year, he ran for mayor, and they they voted him in. God damn! So, I love our town. It's great. <laughs> Chris, can you tell me which uh, famous comedian appears in Muppets Take Manhattan as a makeup counter saleswoman? I think you know. I can. Hannah, go for it, please. Joan Rivers. It's Joan Rivers. <laughs> so good. Wonderful cameo. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. I love it. Yeah. That's All great. Right, now Let's... it's now it's for sure the Santa Claus from our hometown. Not yes. not traditional Santa Claus, and we know that now. <laughs> hey, you went you went home, I went home. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. What can defeat Santa Claus? Time. Time. No. <laughs> Apparently not. Cause... I mean, yeah, sure, he's an omega-level mutant, but uh, I'm gonna hit him with a dart of that like anti-mutant stuff. There you go. Oh shit. Well, all right, Charlie. What would be a vile? No, he's a sad. <laughs> sad Santa. <laughs> and slightly green in the mouth. <laughs> Look, uh, he's just been poisoned, Charlie. It's not his fault. So, uh, so, so. I was gonna say, was that you showing that he's having a stroke now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in uh, X three, X Men United, uh, what, didn't uh, like uh, was it Xavier like could stop it with his his mental mind powers or something? Was, Never. He was dead. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. No, he was dead. Oh, Magneto could, like, stop. That's different. Okay, okay. We have a a person in the chat here who's like, oh, I just joined and I have no idea what's going on. So I'm going to take us down this rabbit hole we've created so far. All right, ahead. Heck, what we have here is called Art Wars. All right, we start in the top right-hand corner of the page. We draw something simple, and then we destroy things as we go. In this case, we began 
in fact, with a 20-sided dice, thanks to Kay the Mighty's suggestion. And then a gavel went and broke the die. And then I lit the gavel on fire because it's made of wood. And then Wonder Twin Powers activated and a bucket of water dumped on my fire. And then Charlie had a drill show up and puncture the bucket of water to defeat that. And then given enough time, the battery on that drill would die, thus killing the drill. Yeah. Well, the only thing that could really defeat time would be a Time Lord, thus our TARDIS. The only thing that could defeat a Time Lord would be a Dalek. And as far as things that would murder a Dalek, I feel like Santa Claus holds a pretty good chance. Now, Santa Claus here has now been injected with a serum that eliminates your mutant powers from X3. Uh, and now <laughs> we're uh, coming up with something from Charlie here that would de- destroy the vial of serum. What destroy, destroys a vial of serum? I, uh, just a rock, I guess. Just, All right. <laughs> just hit it with a rock. Because I'll break it. <laughs> yeah. Scoosh. It's going everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. Santa, I mean, Santa is still depowered, so it still works. But you have broken it with a rock. Well, yeah. I mean, I figure, like, the fire's already out on the gavel. Like, the, the mm-hmm. drill. Yep. Or, I mean, and the drill already punctured a hole, and then later, apparently, way later, the battery died. So. L- l- listen, like, we have to we have to set this ground rule down, because I distinctly remember some games where Chris would keep bringing in the same character. Look, if they're not dead, Stop dead, it. then they're not dead. No, he is depowered. He is Santa, <laughs> he's Santa in suit only, okay? Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> you can't use Santa anymore. You have to come up with something else. What defeats a rock? An earthbender. Fantastic. Obviously. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> what beats Toph is she's going to get, someone's going to snag her with a bungee cord and yank her off the ground. Nice. Good so call. She, can't, she can't do her earthbending seeing anymore. I do want to point out that the, the chat is very upset that I did not use paper to beat rock. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do it, but... I wasn't gonna use fire again. Uh, yeah, well, this is this is the person that went from a drill to the concept of time. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what beats a bungee cord? A machete, of course. All right, every time. Gonna, every time. Gonna <laughs> drop Toph from a very high place. Uh, speaking of uh, machetes and and uh, bungee cords, have you guys ever seen the show Forged in Fire? No, I've seen but a I've couple heard of them. Okay, uh, and so one of the like the sharpness tests. They have three bungee cords set up, and you have to see how sharp your blade is by cutting three bungee cords. Anyway, Chris, what beats a machete? River from Serenity. River from Serenity. How does River from Serenity beat a machete? Well, (laughs) she's definitely capable of breaking metal with her own hands. I feel like she'd be able to just walk up, snag it, and just go back, and then break it in half. When has she broken metal with her bare hands? Yeah, I'm not... That that didn't happen in the show. In none of those fight scenes in that last no. movie where she's all... No? Nope. Okay. Nope. The only metal right, that broke off was in Wash. What? We're going with a vat of acid then. Vat of acid. All right. Oh, no. Uh, what defeats a vat of acid? Maybe not what defeats it, but what comes out of it is going to be the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Big old happy smile. There we go, guys. Perfect. Uh. What beats up the Joker? What beats the Joker? Well, it's a Wayne Foundation grant that uh, focuses on mental wellness and oh. <laughs> <laughs> a change to, so- to social programs. Or Batman, either one. <laughs> Whichever one's easier to draw, I feel like. All right, Chris, now you get to say who beats up Batman. Okay, well, yes. the only thing that can really stop our billionaire playboy philanthropist is the power of boners. So we're going to go with uh, Catwoman. <laughs> Yeah, even I'm okay with this answer. Are we doing Halle Berry, Catwoman, or... Uh, I think we're going Eartha Kitt. Oh, Jesus. Ash the J's uh, response to what would be Batman would be uh, Parents. And <laughs> uh, I just wanted to give a special shout out there. I've been seeing, the, I've been seeing comics around. It's like seven-year-old kid, like, when I grow up, I want to be Batman. And like, the parents, like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a wonderful Eartha Kitt. Very well done. 
Of course, very famous for her song, Santa Baby. Oh, that's one of three Christmas songs I enjoy. I like I like that Batman's like now blushing because of it. Well, look, when you're in the middle of being dominated, you're not exactly straight-faced about it. So, All right, what would defeat Catwoman? We're going to go with Catnip. <laughs> this is made canon in the Catwoman movie with Halle Berry, so. <sighs> yeah, I know. And I'm really upset about it. But. I know. <laughs> All right, what defeats catnip then? What defeats catnip? Like it's like a dumb older brother who thinks it's weed and he <laughs> tries to smoke it. Oh. I respect this answer. We're talking are you about doing Tony, yours right? or mine. I thought we were talking about yours. Oh, okay. That's fine. Nobody uh, that I know knows what Tony looks like anymore. So okay. there is that. I'm this just is, this is exactly what I was imagining. So don't worry about it. Oh, he's, yeah, he will be all of your expectations, promise. The weird part is that he looks almost nothing like me. And so I've always felt it strange that he's like my one full relative that I have. Well, I mean, you've seen my brother, right? We look nothing alike. Chris, Chris, you've seen my brother, right? I've seen him once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) I know what Tyler is. (laughs) All right. One last thing. What's going to defeat an older brother that smokes catnip? <laughs> that fucking catnip. But, um... <laughs> I, I like to imagine that now he's he's smoking the catnip. He's thinking that he's seeing all of this. Like, this is all... <laughs> he's, like, freaking out. He's like, whoa, this is Batman. Like, oh, my God. Santa was there, and then the is, doctor. Is the answer an existential crisis, then? <laughs> It's a big question mark. Like, what? Because I think that's what we just determined. <laughs> Perfect. He hurt himself in confusion. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I don't think I can defeat existential crisis. Well, that sucks. I was really looking for advice here. Um, uh, you know what? Let's go with self care then. Aww. Put him in a blanket. There we go. Hey, that's, we- that's a great segue, Chris. Let me tell you. To our next segment, the mental health care check-in. What? What? I like it. I like it a lot. Continue. That is the real thing we like to do, though, is the the mental health check-in. And it's really just, I mean, ever since the pandemic started, we like to see, you know, how you're doing, what things you're doing to keep yourself in a in a nice, even keel mentally. Um, you know, what forms of self-care are you practicing? And if you're not in a good place right now, then we want to hear about it and vent. And, mm. and we can be here to be the ear for you to vent to. Oh, we can have some chats. I, I, I don't know. It waffles from day to day. Uh, yesterday was super bad. Today is a little better. There is just a whole bunch of weird sort of interpersonal stuff going on with a few different people that have approached me. Uh, and I've mostly been keeping myself busy through chain mail and creating the D&D module. Um, I've been putting a lot of work into actually becoming more of a pro DM. Um, I've been recording all of my uh, Sunday games with my friends. I'm gonna put it all together and put that together like as an ad. Uh, Right on. Yeah. But for long-term self-care, I've got my service dog who's asleep and over there. (laughs) But yeah. Video games online with friends. I mean, luckily I was an introvert, so this whole quarantine thing didn't much affect me. I'm going to ask you the same question I ask anybody who brings up video games. Are you on PlayStation? No. Well, then that is a shame. I have Switch and I have PC. Okay. There There is a PlayStation in the house, though. Well, on your Switch, there is a fun new game that just recently came out called Spellbreak. Uh, and that is actually cross-platform. So if you ever decide you want to hop on, it's uh, sort of like a first-person shooter uh, type thing, except you're a mage. And so what you do pick up instead of guns is uh, gauntlets, and there'll be different elemental types. And you've got your main one that you go into the battle with, and as you pick up stuff as you go, you'll get uh, an offhand one. And then you can mix those together to make more impressive spells and stuff. And then uh, Tech Nine here has asked what we play on PlayStation, because um, <laughs> Charlie is also on PlayStation. Uh, Monster yep. Hunter is a lot of what I've been doing lately. Um, Monster Hunter, Spellbreak, Fall Guys. Um, sometimes, if I really miss Charlie, I'll go play. 
Call of Duty. Um, (laughs) Now, what I would love to do is get back to fighting games, but I have to wait for me to have enough memory to have the games that I currently have and also fighting games. So, you know. Oh, shit. Kay, you play Monster Hunter? What do you what do you mean? Like I'm, I know this doesn't matter to the rest of you, but it matters to us. That's fine. We're making friends here. This is what we're here for. Aw, text on Xbox. We'll see if Kay gets back to us. My point is, join my crew. If you're on PlayStation, let me know. Luco underscore puppy. So, the mental health check-in. Yes. <laughs> As video games are most of how I get through life lately. Uh... Charlie Blader duels. Nice. Charlie, are you ever getting back on Monster Hunter? I, I'm sure eventually I'll play it again. I don't know. It, it's fun. It's just like... It seems overly repetitive. I don't know. It seems like just a lot of work for a game. I don't know. It's, it's fun. I like it, but it's I don't have the time to devote to it, I guess. I mean, it gets a lot better once you're done with the actual storyline portion and you're just into the meat and bones of go murder everything in the area. Okay. Uh, I'm sure I'll see. keep playing it. I don't, I don't want to stop playing it, but I'm just like, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I did not have that. But I also don't just main one weapon. I switch between like five of them, so I'm never bored. I'm always looking for new shit to build. This, Hannah, this... I want to thank you so much for coming out and, and joining us for... Yes, thank you hey, so much. This was fun. And this this work looks amazing. Uh, thank you, thank you. Oh, right, goddamn. How do you not just have your own stream of people watching you make shit? Um, <laughs> I should. I will. How's that? I was you kind of thinking about that, too. Like, doing it, you know, doing that kind of stuff. You know, like, I'm working on a shirt or whatever I'm working on, like... Yeah, Why not? stream it. Fuck yeah. Right, well, you know what? I will let you guys know if I get one set up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you guys uh, for having me. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks to everybody for coming into the chat and joining us for this. Uh, we do this every every Saturday from five to seven. So if you want to see another uh, another fun individual come out and be interviewed by me and Charlie, uh, <laughs> that's what you can call. <laughs> go ahead and I, that's. Uh, we technically count as an interview podcast. Okay. So I can tell. It seems to be the only bracket we fall under. Yep. <laughs> All right. Because amorphous blob isn't a thing we get to do. Damn. So, uh, yeah, hit that follow button. We're here every Saturday. Fucking thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye. 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 That's it for this episode. Uh, special thanks to Hannah Beck for coming out and dealing with us. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who weren't at the live taping, she was drawing stuff live on the Twitch stream for us, right there in front of us. It was amazing. Um, you can check out her work at Queen Chain Designs on Facebook, Etsy, or Instagram. And special thanks, as always, to our listeners. Thanks for coming in and listening. And if you like what you hear here, you can catch previous episodes on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can support us directly at patreon.com slash everythingpodcast. And uh, as always, right here, Shady Plans Radio, Thursdays, 10 to 11 a.m. See you next time. Zebrosa Sound Radio, featuring the music of folks of color, women, LGBTQ, and more, mostly indie, most of the time, Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m.